0: Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. It's time for the Nick B Podcast. No co-hosts, no filters, and no telling what the hell will come out of his mouth. That's what I love about this guy, Nick. Now, here's your host, Nick B. Yes, 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 yes. What is going on, everybody? You've got Nick B in the studio with you coming to you once again to do another podcast called blah 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 with nick b now these podcasts are just random things that i talk about they're not like the other ones they're not the nick b minute where i just give you news and entertainment very quickly they're not the in the er with nick b none of that it is just a longer formatted podcast if you will hopefully one day i'll have some guests back on this and some stuff as we get ready to get the show back on the air you know maybe i'll bring james on maybe i'll bring courtney on something like that when i get every finished, I'll be able to bring them in before we bring the show back. If you have no idea who I am, my name is Nick B. I'm a nationally syndicated radio host. I try to come to entertain you. I try to come to just be different than everything else that is out there. I am a loudmouth. I will say what is on my mind. However, it is never said from a place of hate. And if you hear something that you do not like, you are free to listen to something else. I'm not going to apologize for anything I say. I never apologize for anything I say. Right or wrong, I always own it and I move forward. Because there's no sense in apologizing because that would be going backwards, and I'm not about going backwards. I'm about moving forward, going forward, and getting to that end of the rainbow with my pot of gold. Now, having said that, these tend to be any length of time. They could be 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, 2 hours, 3 hours, depends on what the topic is. There is no set format for how long this podcast is going to be. You may be listening to me one day, and it may be 5 minutes. You may listen to me the next day, and it may be an hour. That is just the way that it tends to work sometimes. Although, I will say I try to keep them all at 30 minutes or under, because it's a lot easier to edit a 30-minute podcast than it is an hour podcast or anything over an hour. And today, it's basically just something that was on my mind. You know, things are going crazy with gas prices, food prices. Everything is up. We are in, like, the worst inflation that our country has ever experienced. And I think it's so bad because everybody claims under the Trump administration, everything was so good. Now, I don't know. I do know I had more money in my pocket under the Trump administration than I do under the Biden administration. And that is really as far as I can go in terms of what I feel and how I'm feeling, like, what's going on. I've noticed, though, during the Trump administration... A lot of these car manufacturers announced that they were no longer going to make cars. That they were focusing on making trucks and SUVs. Ford was one of the first to say that they were no longer making cars, and they don't. They make SUVs and trucks, and that is it. Gas prices are damn near $5 a gallon, nationally. And gas prices are almost $5. I think I paid $4.70 when I filled up my wife's van the other day. And here's the point that I'm trying to make. It cost 80 fucking dollars. To fill up my wife's van under trump this is pre-pandemic so don't say it's because the country was shut down pre-pandemic do you know how much it cost to fill my wife's van up 35 dollars using the same gas i wasn't using a lesser gas or a more expensive gas. I was using the exact same gas that I'm still using today. It went from $35 and some change to $85 and some change. Now, I'm no genius, but that tends to tell me I had more money under Trump because if I was at 85, if I'm at 85 now and I was at 35 under Trump, I had 50 more dollars in my pocket that I didn't have to spend on gas. I could spend that doing whatever I wanted. I could save that $50 to go on a vacation, which puts more money into other economies throughout the states, which is how shit works. People don't want to travel when they're having to pay $50 more on average for their fuel. Because again, minivans are pretty fucking popular if you haven't noticed. My wife drives a minivan because of the way that we set things up we also have an suv and i have a truck i have a couple of trucks she has a couple of suvs that's not a brag we drive the van because the van is supposed to be the one that gets the better gas mileage so anyway the the van costing damn near a hundred dollars to fill up is fucking ridiculous our grocery budget is now at like three hundred dollars and we don't get anything that we really actually need we are paying way more for milk way more for bread way more for meat everything is fucking through the roof so and i'm again i'm not political This is not a political statement. This is not a particular this particular episode is not a political episode. I'm just simply coming on here to state some things that I'm going through and what's going on with what I'm dealing with. As I said, SUVs and trucks, they take a lot more money to fill up. Like a lot more money. One of my trucks is about $220 to fill up. And that's a bad truck. (laughs) It's $220 to fill up though. When I look at $220 that's going in my tank and know that that $220 would be better spent feeding my family, that's why I park the truck. Because I would rather feed my family than drive the truck. I don't necessarily need a truck. The job that I do doesn't require me to lift anything or to pull anything out. To tow anything. To haul anything. I'm from the South and we like trucks. That's why I got a truck. And I got a badass truck too. (laughs) Yeah, I got a bad motherfucker. But anyway. And it burns through gas. God does it burn through gas. If somebody is up at the light with me and they rev their engine just a little bit, I'm smoking them. So... That's just, again, uh, that's how I roll, baby. <laughs> so my question is this. With people like Ford no longer making cars, how is the average American, and I consider myself to be one of the average Americans, I by no means make cars, a fortune in my life so don't think that I do don't get it twisted I've been stupid with my credit that's why I've got trucks that are big and anyway how are they making it because I know I'm struggling I got mouths to feed you know my power has gone up thankfully I've been able to keep my power at a very low cost but I'm told that all of that is about to go through the roof and supposedly in this month I'm recording this in June supposedly we're going to run out of diesel fuel and what people don't understand about that and again I I don't want this to be political. I'm just stating things that I understand with my small radio feeble mind. This is how I understand things. Diesel is how everything is delivered. Trains, trucks, ships, diesel, diesel. And if diesel is gone, how are we going to get all those things? You hear these people talking about food shortages coming. That's why the food shortages are coming. Because there's going to be no diesel. And soon after no diesel, guess what happens? There's going to be no gas. Now look, again, I don't know nothing politically. I stay away from politics for a reason. However, I've read a lot of articles that talk about how America has an abundance of natural resources. Particularly crude oil. That we have over 400 years worth of oil in our country currently. That's the oil we know of. And we haven't even investigated the rest of the states that are rich in oil. This is what we know of. 400 years worth of oil. We would never have to import oil from anywhere. And it seemed like Trump was trying to do that. I'm just saying, Biden, on the other hand, has canceled every fucking lease you can think of on new drills or current drills. And then turns around and blames it on Putin. And I know that sounds political, but this is just me stating what I've been able to observe. Not one party or the other, because neither one of them give a shit about us. Republicans don't care about you. Democrats don't care about you. The sooner you figure that out, the way happier you'll be. And just don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) So, my question is, I see a lot of SUVs on these used car lots. A lot of them. A lot of SUVs and a lot of trucks. And they're the newer ones. New F-150s. New GMC 2500s. I saw a GMC that I've actually been waiting on. It's called the AT4X. And it is like one of the... Top of the line trucks from GMC. It's a hundred thousand dollars is what they want for that. And it doesn't give me what like a raptor would. But even a raptor's not a hundred thousand. Or it wasn't before inflation hit. A TRX was a hundred thousand and that thing is a bad fucking truck. Believe me. That is a badass truck. And it's a hundred grand. And you're telling me this GMC that's got the same engine that they've had for decades—maybe not decades, A few years—the 6.2. You're telling me that that's a hundred grand and it's used. It's got like a thousand miles on it or something, and they want ninety-eight thousand dollars for it. And I told him, "You're out of your fucking mind, out of your fucking mind." And then you got the chip shortage where they're telling you you don't need to be buying new cars because they've been sitting around for months because they've been waiting for these chips to come since the pandemic and all that bullshit. And you got the nerve to charge a hundred grand for it? My question is simple. How are people that need new cars going to be able to buy a new car? If food costs are up, if gas is up, I'm guessing everything else is up except for wages. And I've got a rant on that. If you haven't paid attention, you need to go check that rant out. Wages are at a point now where they probably should be going up. And here's the problem that I have experienced with inflation. Again, the inflation that I felt under Obama. Milk before Obama was like 99 cents to $1.99. After Obama, it averaged three to five dollars. During Obama's administration, it was maybe five to six dollars. The price never went down when inflation finally settled off. If I'm to believe the quote-unquote experts that inflation was low. It never went back to what it was pre-Obama. And I can say that about cars too. The prices of cars raised under President Obama. And they never went back. It used to be, and I I get, you you could argue, they're putting way more safety features, more cameras, more gadgets, more gizmos. I get that. It used to be you could get a decently equipped truck in my area for $40,000. That was a decently equipped truck. I'm not saying all the bells and whistles. I'm just saying, you know, maybe leather, maybe a sunroof, and maybe, you know, remote start. That's it. 40 grand. And even saying that now still sounds like a shit ton of money for that. But it was a decent truck. 4x4, too. Now that same package you can't get for under $60,000. It's almost like the trucks start at sixty. dollars I know they'll argue, no, we've got trucks that start at twenty five. dollars Yeah, where well, you got to roll the window down? Who the fuck wants to do that? I'm glad that power windows have become so affordable that they're in every fucking vehicle you can think of. I don't want to ever roll a window up or down again in my life. Yes, I'm that spoiled. However, if I have to, I have to. You know, don't get it twisted. But luckily, I don't have to. So how are people getting along? I know there are people out there that need new cars, and nobody's making new cars. They're making a lot of new electric cars, and out of those electric cars, you know, nobody really knows how they'll respond to things like long-ass traffic Nobody really knows. I mean, I'm sure somebody out there knows. I haven't read about it, though. Or, like, a winter storm that approaches. Like, we had Snowmageddon is what it was called because it basically crippled the entire southeast it was way worse than anybody said it was going to be. Could you imagine being in an electric car when that shit hit the fan? That would have fucking sucked. I knew people that were in gas vehicles that abandoned them. Try being in an electric one that goes dead because you're trying to heat your car. And then I read something that electric cars, the tires on electric cars are emitting more toxic chemicals than the tires on a gasoline powered car because the weight of the battery is causing the tire to emit way more toxic chemical because the tire releases toxic chemicals on gas or electric. Electric, but with the electric, it emits way more because of the weight on the tire. So, my question is simple What are people doing? How are you getting a car? I've looked at used cars. I got a kid that needs a car. I've looked at used cars, and the prices on them are fucking insane. You got trucks that are 200,000 miles plus, and they're still wanting $30,000 for them. They could be seven to 10 years old, too. And I'm like, You're out of your damn mind. So, what's going on? Are you able to afford a new car? That's one of the ways that our economy runs. Why do you think they did cash for junkers with the prices of everything going up? I know I'm struggling. I know people out there that are struggling. I know people out there that are making good damn money that are still struggling. I know people that are part of the quote-unquote 1%, and they are struggling. How the fuck is the average American that we depend on, the backbone of the country, how are they doing it? Scary times indeed, and inflation shows no signs of slowing, shows no signs of getting better, and it's like the current administration just wants to eat ice cream. Am I wrong? Is this too political for me? Let me know. I just, I saw this, saw somebody that was crying, I asked them what was going on, they told me they didn't get approved for a car loan. And they work. I know this person very well. They have a good job, too. And they couldn't get the car, no. They couldn't get the car that they needed. It was a used car. This person used to drive a BMW and a Lexus, and they were trying to get a used Chevy, and they couldn't get it because their money is so fucking tight now. Because, again, a lot of people lost their job during the pandemic. When shit shut down, a lot of businesses closed. None of the big boys did. I'm just saying, how are people getting along out there? I know I'm struggling. What are, your, what are you struggling with? Maybe we should just band together and just start helping each other. The government don't give a shit about us. Maybe we need to figure some way out where we can somehow affect our own inflation in our own areas. Deal with car makers directly. Tesla's kind of got it right. Just saying. Food for thought. Hug your loved ones each and every day because you never know when the good Lord will call home. For every dark night, there's always a brighter day. And life's just a party and parties weren't meant to last. I will see y'all when I see you on the next blah, blah, blah with Nick B. Y'all take care of yourself. I'll see you when I see you. Peace. The proceeding was produced by Look Butterflies Entertainment. All rights reserved. Unauthorized reproduction or rebroadcast in whole or in part. Without the express written consent of Look Butterflies Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Check our website for shows, ways to listen, and all of our social media links. To learn more, visit www.nickbnation.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Look Butterfly.